This is Words in the Raw. I'm Amanda Cook, wife, mother, woman of faith, voiceover artist, and writer. To write is therapy, and I share my writing here in case any of my words, raw as they are, resonate with you too. You're listening to episode 16, titled Regret. Before I even started producing this podcast in April of 2022, I was talking with a friend about some of the messages I'd like to share with you here. We discussed regret and what it means. Immediately, I wrote down my thoughts so that I could specifically create this episode. The following is the fruit of that effort. I was about to start this podcast by saying, I'm not one for regrets, but I caught myself. To say, I'm not one for regrets, may make one think that I don't have them, which is untrue. Regret, by one definition, is to feel sad, repentant, or disappointed over something that has happened or been done, especially a loss or missed opportunity. If I focus on that definition alone, I have regrets in spades, daily. It is what I choose to do with those regrets and not do with those regrets that makes me say with more confidence, I'm not one for regrets. Let me explain. I've had a journey with regret. For most of my life, I perceived regret as an enemy ridiculing me whenever I misstepped or put my foot in it. Regret has been the persistent bully telling me that I'm worthless and can't get anything right because I make mistakes or because I just plain do or say mean things. Regret, for me, has long been a condescending authority figure eager to show me just how inadequate and incapable I am. For years and years, I have listened to these taunts and these lies, so much so that they mixed into the mortar of my foundational beliefs about who I am. Regret, when seen as a tormentor, filled in the kinks and creases around my choices and habits until I believed that I would ultimately become regret. Sad. Disappointed. Notice how I selected the words from the definition of regret that most sound hopeless, because that is how I felt. I believed that the good and noble within me was so encrusted in the ugly, so thickly mixed in with that mortar of regret, that there was little to hope for. Regret, as my enemy, helped slide me into a pit of despair. Don't worry, friends. Thankfully, I didn't stay there for too long, and I try my best every day not to fall back into that black hole. For nearly a decade, I've struggled with emotional and mental health. Six years ago, I reached a breaking point. So much of how I thought, what I believed, and how I lived created such pain for me, and regret was right there, reminding me of how far off the mark I was, how much I had failed, Regret tangled up with my self-worth, and I knew I needed help. I had two choices, get hospitalized or first try therapy. If therapy didn't work, I was prepared to turn to intense pharmaceuticals because I refused to keep living how I was living. My personal safety and my family's safety required intervention ASAP. Two years of weekly therapy began the process of healing for me. I learned tools for coping. I learned to meditate. I learned how to invite light 
in my case, specifically God, into my process of recovery. With both divine and professional support, I worked to heal wounds of the mind, heart, and spirit. I replaced false beliefs with true ones and continue to strive every day to replace negative thoughts, behaviors, and habits with those that support me. Some days I'm thriving, others I'm barely surviving. The key is, I try. There are so many more words, words in the raw I can and will share about that phase of my life. For now, I want to focus on the fact that while my healing is a lifelong process, there are a few things that have truly healed and I hope never slip back into that space of confusion and darkness. One of those is my view of regret. My recovery journey has gradually shifted regret from a tyrannical ogre to a mindful teacher and companion. Instead of reflecting on my life, choices, mistakes, and wrongdoings as something to bury myself under, I have developed the ability to allow feelings of regret to edify me, to make me aware of pain points and recognize the need for change. Now I practice feeling sad without becoming sadness. I practice feeling disappointed without becoming disappointment. I practice feeling repentant without miring myself in guilt or shame. That does not mean I don't feel these feelings because I totally do and often. It just means I don't beat myself up over them anymore. No longer am I regret's whipping boy. I am now regret's student. When I was chatting with my dear friend about regret, she was soon to give birth to her fifth and likely last child. While I cleaned a year's worth of dust off the fan blades in my living room, she recounted how she'd had ups and downs and only hoped she wouldn't come to regret not doing more to enjoy her pregnancy. That's when I leapt in and said, I'm not one for regrets anymore. I went on to share with her a period of time several months into my healing journey. I was feeling heavy and overwhelmed at the intensity of the healing process and the figurative mountain I was climbing. My mind was sending up flares, begging for an escape. It was December 2016, and Amazon dangled a carrot. Three months of free Kindle Unlimited. I took the bait. Thus began a six-month period of checking out, because of course I renewed the plan. I went through the motions of life, cooking, cleaning, tending kids, being a wife, etc., but I was on autopilot. My mind was literally somewhere else. And friends, let's be clear, it's not like I was checked out in some beautiful and educating land of Les Miserables or War and Peace. Rather than consuming books that filled me like a hearty meal, I was gorging on the literary equivalents of Necco wafers and bottle cap candy. I was empty, and I only wanted to read things that left me empty, and actually even feeling sick from too much ebook gluttony. I read everything like this that I could get my hands on. I was reading while cooking, it's amazing how well you can chop vegetables using only your peripheral vision. I was reading when my kids needed my attention. I was even reading at times when driving. As I said, I was not in a good headspace. During that six-month period, I numbed myself, self-medicated with distraction. When I think of those precious hours nursing my baby that could have been spent looking at him and connecting with him, but instead, I consciously chose to forsake that connection for junk reading. 
When I think of how much I hindered my healing by slamming down on the mental brakes and tuning out my surroundings, I do feel regret. I regret the harm it did to me and my family. I regret living like a walking zombie. I regret feeling too weak-willed to fight for my self-improvement. I regret all this and more. And yet I do not let this regret eat me alive. Instead, this regret has tutored me. I now know I never want to disappear like that again. I also have felt so much of God's love and grace for me. I reflect on that time of my life and see how His hand supported me, even when I wanted to see and feel and do nothing. I have used the sadness and disappointment with myself to fuel my desire to change. I have prayed for the Lord to turn my heartache into strength and greater self-love. And He has. I'm not one for regrets. I'm not one for living with them. Rather, I am one for learning from them. And so, to my dear friend with her fifth child who has now arrived, who felt regret for not always remembering to savor or to choose what's best, I say, live and learn. Let the regret wash through you and out of you. Give yourself a pat on the back for bringing five beautiful children into this world. You're doing better than you think. And I invite you, my beautiful supporters and friends, to do the same. Applaud your successes. If regrets heap upon your heart, I encourage you to unload them one by one. Begin by focusing on the one that most demands your attention. Let it instruct you, grace you with wisdom, and when you're ready, peacefully let it go. Thank you for listening to this episode of Words in the Raw. If you like what you heard today, please consider sharing this with others. For more information, visit my website, wordsintheraw.com, or check out my Instagram, wordsintheraw.com.